Hello and welcome to It's All Fun and Games Until Someone Gets Hurt, where we play games and have fun until someone tells John Hurt trivia. Today I have two very special guests. I have with me Sam, and wait for it, it's not George. Today we have Melissa. Hello, yeah. hello, Sam, hello Melissa. Hello, thank you for having me on. Of course. It's a real honor. Fan favorite, Sam. <laughs> Fan favorite. Uh, how many episodes have you been on, Sam, officially? Mm. Not the uh, not the ones that never made it? I think like six. I think he's been on Sam a lot. favorites. Is this six or is this seven? I think this might be six or seven. And this is number one. This is number one That's for exciting. me. Um, my third podcast I've ever recorded. Seriously? And the second podcast I've ever been on that I have never heard. <laughs> Shame on you. Well, we're really big in Amsterdam, and we're really big in Moscow, and... Uh, what was the other one? Westminster? Westminster. Westminster. So thank you to the people listening there. That's not a joke. People are actually listening there. So thank you to the people it's listening. It's not a joke. People are actually listening to this podcast. People do listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. the funniest thing out of all, all, all of this show. Uh, do you want to plug the other podcast you've been on? Uh, what is it called? Oh, God. Oh, no. I just, you know, my roommate records a podcast, and so, you know, sometimes I come home and they're like, come be on our podcast, and for months I was like, no, never, and then one night I had had probably four glasses of wine, and I was like, I can do a podcast. Um, What is it called? Nerds That Know. The Nerds That Know. I'll check that out. Yeah, I still haven't listened to it, so. I'm in kind of a... K-N-O-W? Yes. Okay. I'm kind of in a rear window situation, so, with my broken leg, And witnessing that grisly murder. I witness my neighbor's murders and I record podcasts. Uh, we're going to start today with Logic Fuzzle. Uh, I'm taking these from Brain Busting Lateral Thinking Puzzles. I have a bunch of other puzzle books that are in the mail, but they haven't arrived yet. Um, so until Shout out to the U.S. Postal <laughs> System. Until they arrive. Eat a dick. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump right into Logic Fuzzle. So here we go. Um, a woman is stopped for speeding. The police officer gives her a warning, but the woman insists that she be given a ticket and a fine, which she promptly pays. Why did she want the ticket and the fine? To prove to her boss that she had been pulled over because she was she was late to for get work. Because she was late. Ooh. That was my exact thought. Sam, Mel- Melissa and I are sisters. We think very much alike. I don't know if we announced that to the world. This oh, is my sister. Your sister, Melissa. <laughs> This is my sister. So here are the clues. Brother. She and the police officer were strangers, and she was not trying to help or impress him. She was acting from high moral principles and was also protecting someone's reputation. Ooh. So there might be more to reputation. this than... Oh, she her own is, reputation, right? she's a Tokyo drifter, and if you don't have <laughs> tickets, you're not cool. <laughs> she just really wants to drift. She's a Tokyo drifter. Uh, Sam, what anything else now that we have the clues? Uh, protecting someone else's reputation. She stopped for speeding. She insists that she be given a ticket and a fine. Do you think that it's someone... Well, even if it's someone else's car... Yeah. If there's no... I wonder why she needs the ticket. Or she's like in some sort of other fraudulent also, situation. I don't know. You don't, don't know. pay the fine to the cop. You have to take it to a court. Or, like, send it in. Well, it says which she promptly pays, which implies that she paid it to the cop. I think it just means she paid it right okay. after. Okay. Yeah, if a cop ever, as it, podcast listeners, if a cop ever asks you to pay him on the spot directly, just don't. Don't. That's don't. a crooked cop with the... You take your car, you pull it, you yeah. keep driving, you pull it into the police station, and then you accept your ticket. It seems like she's trying to establish an alibi. Yeah, that's what I felt tw- like, If it's too. a twin situation, maybe she's Or, like, she's, she's sleeping with someone, I don't but know. But she'd give her ID uh... to the cop. It's not... Because I'm thinking, what if she's trying to establish an alibi for her twin? Yeah. Uh, are there any other clues? But then that's not coming from a high moral plate. Covering up murder? <laughs> I didn't say murder. I just said alibi. Oh, depends well. on who you murdered. So she and the police officer were strangers, and she wasn't trying to help or impress him. She was acting from high moral principles and was also protecting someone's reputation. She, she is the chief of police, police's wife, and she doesn't want any, or she, she is like a councilwoman, and she, she doesn't want any idea that she had special treatment. She is the chief of police. She is the chief of police. They gotta meet that quota. It's she's that police officer's wife. I know, I shouldn't assume <laughs> that she's the wife. What if she's the police officer's wife? 
It says that they were strangers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty hard to pull off, right? <laughs> to be his wife and it's be a, a stranger. It's a long time. It's called Stranger Wives. It's like Sister Wives, except for all it's, your wives are strangers. It's oh. like Stranger Things, okay. <laughs> except in Utah. I just looked at the solution. So are there any other thoughts before I reveal the solution? Can any you other? can you lead me to the water and make me drink before you read it out loud? We've already said the answer. Oh, okay. One of the things we've said is the answer. Uh, I'm going to lean on Chief of Police. I'm going to lean on... I already forgot all the things that we said. <laughs> um, uh... Whatever I said, it was really smart. I'm sure, I think late sure, for sure. work was really good until we yeah. got the other information. Yeah. yeah. You Just ready? Let me know. The woman is the wife of the chief of police. Uh, In order to avoid any, we're getting better at these. Yeah. In order to avoid any impression of favoritism, she accepted the ticket and paid the fine. Okay. That makes sense. But again, wife of chief of police. I mean, come on. Do you you wanna... nailed that one. Do you want to hear? Or you it? nailed that one? Who nailed that one? You nailed that was one. Was it me? Yeah. It Someone nailed that one. You're the host. You don't get any on credit. The podcast. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um, you want to know the most fucked up lateral thinking puzzle I've ever heard? Tell me. Okay. So I don't know why they all have to be so like creepy, but um, uh, if I think if I can remember how it goes, it's like a young boy, um, his Battery. mother. His mother tells him never to open the door at the top of the stairs. Um, this is a bluebeard. No, this is the so, plot to the book Flowers in the Attic by V.C. Andrews. So <laughs> he's, he's never seen what's on the other side. When he opens the door, what does he see? Mommy and Daddy having his, Mommy and Daddy time. His twin, a shrine to his dead brother. <laughs> you said it was dark in the cup. It's, it's even worse. Is it a is it a dead person? No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. The rest of the world, because he's been captured in the attic, because it's flowers in the attic. Yes, well, in the basement, and then he has it's to have the sex with the top of the stairs. So, so he realizes there's a hole. Well, there's also the. I mean, movie. he doesn't have to have sex. There's always the. Movie. There's also the. Movie I wouldn't room. recommend it. Room. Yeah, is, yeah. And then there's that also that movie was so good, guys. The, that I don't a lot. think it sounds very good. There's a Ray Bradbury story. Just because it's called Room? Similar to this. Oh, Room. I thought you were still talking about Flowers in the Attic. Oh, no, that wasn't a very good movie or a very good book, to be honest. That's a cliche. Like, Ray Bradbury did a story about it. V.C. Andrews did a novel about it. Um, and then there's always... The, in, in Wait, Ray Bradbury did a story called Flowers in the Attic? No, Ray Bradbury did a short story oh. where a boy is... Like, his entire world is this house with his mother, and then he lies to her and escapes the house and realizes that there's more to the world. I think Room is probably the most palatable because there's no incest. Sure, 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 sure. I don't know well, why Ray Bradbury... Well, Andrews is all... No, there's no <laughs> incest. But it, in the Ray Bradbury story, his mother... He realizes that his teacher who comes to the house to, to teach him is really his mother in a disguise. So she it's not just that his world is the the house with the mother, but she's also pretending to be a teacher. I guess if you'd never seen anyone else ever in your life. Exactly. You don't But you anyone don't, else yeah. you'd be like, That's a shitty disguise. She's like, Look at my floral hat. And he catches her, like he goes to a room and she's like breathing really heavily and like in like half Mrs. Doubtfire and like trying to switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for another one? <clears throat> no okay. cayenne pepper, please. Okay. At the height, our Moscow listeners will appreciate this one. At the height of the Cold War, a U.S. racing car easily beat a Russian car in a two-car race. Did we do this one before? How did the Russian so. newspapers truthfully report this in order to make it look as though the Russian car had outdone the American car? At the height of the Cold War, a U.S. racing car easily beat a Russian car in a two-car race. How did the Russian newspapers truthfully report this in order to make it look as though the it Russian said, car... Russian car elegantly glides across the finish line. What do you think? Uh, it said Russian car... It's on the wrong page uh, again. The, the answer is already on the wrong page. It said um, something about the Russian car going in reverse. He's so good, he drove backwards. All right, let's look at the clues. 
The papers reported accurately, but put the most positive light on the Russian cars' performance and the most negative on the American cars. The papers did not report how many cars raced. Uh, it was probably something like yeah, uh, second valiantly or... finishes second in um, in race. <laughs> Russian car has biggest dick. <laughs> um, we're we're close. So if there's only two, uh huh. What are what is some language that they could? Like a runner-up. No. Uh, You're putting the emphasis on the Russian car. How would they describe how the American car placed? Narrow win against... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Americans recklessly drive across <laughs> finish line. <laughs> okay, you ready? You give up? Yes. The Russian newspaper reported correctly that the American car came in next to last, while the Russian car came in second. Next to last. Next to last, because there's two. Okay. One more, two more. Oh my gosh, we'll that is actually, that's actually fairly brilliant. These are usually dumb. That one was also dumb. But... <laughs> I'm trying to find good Maybe ones. you're just dumb. I don't know. I nailed it last week. Last time? I always say week. Even though, like, the last time we recorded this podcast, we were talking about the last time we recorded, which is like a year ago, and I was like, last week this happened. <laughs> Yeah. Everything is last week, There was guys. like a year and a half hiatus. Um, okay, the auction. A man went to an auction to bid for something he wanted. He expected to pay about $100 for it, but ended up paying $500. There was no minimum price, and no one bid against him. What happened? Uh, he doesn't understand American <laughs> currency. He's bad at bidding, yeah. Do you think that there's like a that it is that he was bidding in a foreign currency? That's a fair oh, guess. Yeah. It, it doesn't say it was in America it, or. Yeah, it could be that he was planning on paying five hundred dollars American, but ended up paying five hundred. I don't know. There was rupees. no. There was no one bidding <laughs> against him. There were ten people bidding against yeah, him. Yeah, that's really that's <laughs> some shitty pun. Like it says. Um. And no one bid against him. I have a love-hate relationship with Logic Puzzle. I know, me too. What are the clues? Okay, here are the clues. He was bidding for a pet. The creature had a talent. He thought he was in a competitive auction. Did he think that he was bidding how, like, Dwight <gasps> at that auction in the office he was... where he thinks he has to put how much he thinks <laughs> it's worth? I got it, I got it. He was bidding against a mockingbird. Oh. And the mockingbird kept saying like <laughs> numbers. I don't he was, know. He was in a silent auction Wait, where you write down the amounts under like you write down amounts in like boxes. And he was so drunk he forgot that he'd already bid, so he kept bidding, and he just kept bidding against himself, not um, remembering. It, it was a monkey that came into the crowd and started raising a paddle. Oh. So I think it does that, say no one. Could it could be an animal that bit against I, him? Well, I think it was like a mockingbird or a parrot. So like when the when the guy when the auctioneer was saying, "Do I hear 400, 400, The parrot would be like, four hundred. And the auctioneer doesn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> the, the auctioneer is stupid enough. The auctioneer is drunk. Um. Okay, you're right. The animal has to play into this somehow. Do you any last thoughts? I mean, how close? You're very close. Oh, God. You're incredibly close. The man thought that he heard the Mockingbird, so it was like, 400, and he'd be like, 500. What do you think, Sam? I think she's spot on. The man was bidding for a parrot oh that was such gosh. a good mimic that it bid against him. That is like a logic puzzle pull out. Like, That's you just pulled amazing. out. <laughs> uh, seriously, um, I don't know if... I don't know what it is, but we, well, you're killing it. We really we, have been doing pretty well lately. We've been killing it. Okay, I think we're more. like, we're like, drop it to the lowest common denominator. Make like, this as stupid as possible and I then answer. Like yeah, please do. Okay. Oh, Dave, Dave, get it, Dave. Dave is just dancing. He's shaking his ass. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the climber. I have my walker above my head. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, I don't know why you have to describe exactly what you're doing, but yes, he does. Tough. A climber bought an expensive new pair of climbing boots. On his first outing with them, he found that they were too tight, 
so he changed into some old boots he had brought. He did not want to carry the new boots all the way up the mountain and back, but he feared that if he left them behind, they would be found and kept by another climber. What did he do? He put them in old nature's pocket. <laughs> His ass? <laughs> he threw them off the mountain. It was a very sheer cliff and directly underneath was Well, the they're down. at the bottom of the mountain right now, right? I'm going to start an artisan store called Nature's Pocket. <laughs> and all of things that you can put in your pants. <laughs> he... Suppositories? <laughs> Douches? Dicks? Okay. Oh. You can't just sell dicks. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I'm going to say he, like, when you go roller skating and you get those lockers, like, you oh. put in 25 cents and you put your shoes in the locker and you pull out the key. It's at hey. the bottom of a mountain? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot and of people find with them, He found that they were too tight, so he changed into some old boots he had brought. He did not want to carry the new boots all the way up the mountain and back, but he feared that if he left them behind, why doesn't he just put them, I guess he doesn't have a car with him. What I thought you were gonna say he was put, tie, hold the, on. tie the laces together and put them around your too neck. Too tight, too tight. So he, he slipped his new boots into his old boots. It's so dumb. I was thinking that too. I think it's gonna be this what? stupid. What do you no. think? I don't think he could fit boots. You inside boots, but no, you can't have you. He doesn't want to wear them. That doesn't make any sense. He's gonna wear him his socks and fit his new his old boots no, on. The point of wearing his old boots is that he didn't want to wear his new boots. He so wore them his gloves and then like went up the mountain on all fours. I don't, think he, I don't think he took them with him. So the, okay. the clue says he hid the boots, but in a way that even if they were found, it was unlikely they would be taken. So I think that he leaves them at the bottom of the mountain. He shit in those boots. He shit in those boots. <laughs> he shit in those boots because he's like, nobody will want these boots with my shit in them, but then I'll just dump my shit out and I'll get them later. Can't fit the boots in your ass? Put your ass in the boots. Yeah, exactly. And he put leaves in around fact, him to make it look like it was a dead body. A quick tangent, um, one of our, our, we have older brothers and they're very close in age. And one of them got brand new cowboy boots when they were little, little kids, like three and four. And one of my brothers shit in the other brother's boots. Because <laughs> he was so jealous. I've never heard this. How, yeah. old? How old? How old? Like three and four, I think. Okay, Shane? not Josh? Yeah, they were still little. They were little kids and, uh, and Josh peed in Jay's hair. <laughs> he peed in his hair and shit in his boots because he was that jealous of him <laughs> having... Both of the boots? He was... Jealous of the brand new cowboy boots, yeah. But did he shit in both the boots? Um, I don't know. You'll have to ask him, but I'm guessing he probably only got in one. <laughs> I mean, if he was a little little kid like that. But he did pee in his hair, too. Wow. Boys are gross. Children uh, are gross. Yeah. Children are really gross. I can't remember if it was me or my brother, but one of us peed on a bunch of jackets one time. Just, like, for no reason. It wasn't out of spite. I had to, I had to sanction my niece and nephew today for licking each other's tongues. <laughs> children are gross, Dave. I taught third graders and I know children are gross. Did they did they were they licking each other's mm, tongues? No. No. It was um it was just Jewish boys in the third grade. <laughs> they were segregated by uh, by um tongues. By, by gender. By tongues, yes. <laughs> okay. Any last thoughts about the climate? Um, so many. Um, can you read that clue one more time? The clues? Yeah. Or Have the... we gotten the... Can we, can we do the whole thing yeah. all over again? The solution's actually kind of brilliant. A climber bought an expensive new pair of climbing boots. On his first outing with them, he found that they were too tight, so he changed into some old boots he had brought. He did not want to carry the new boots all the way up the mountain and back, but he feared that if he left them behind, they would be found and kept by another climber. What did he do? And the clue says... Wah, wah, wah. He hid the boots, but in a way that even if they were found, this is very important, it was unlikely that they would be taken. They were a fine pair of climbing boots. I think he's shitting those boots. <laughs> How could you hide two boots so that no one would take them if they found them? Really them far away from each other. Oh, or put them <laughs> on a corpse. <laughs> I did say that earlier. <laughs> I, I said make it look like there was a corpse. So you're on the right track. He hid one boot behind a rock and then hid the other uh, a short distance further on. 
Because nobody reasoned, wants one boot. Exactly. He reasoned that whereas one boot may be Except fast. Except for Dave. Dave right now would be very tempted by a simple As long boot. as it was a left boot, yeah. I would totally take that left boot. Very tempted. I can only take, I can only one wear shoe at a time. One, I can only wear one shoe at a time. He reasoned that whereas one boot may be found, it was unlikely that the same person would find both boots. And since one boot would be of little or no value, it would not be taken. Although he says, or it says that he hid the other a short distance farther on. Yeah. If he, I don't know, if someone's walking towards the mountain. But I think you don't, so you see one boot, you don't pick up, you're like, oh, cool, a new hiking boot. But oh, if I walked wait, past one and then one. saw the other, I would retrace my steps would and grab you, both. Though? I don't know. I don't know if I would. I think I'd be like, oh, I missed that other boot. Opportunity lost. You know? If they were my size. But what if you, like, saw the first boot and then you went a short distance further on and you saw the second, like... You know, if you he's hiding back. it up the trail, you know, it's it's kind of like, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Would you would you just take the one boot? I wouldn't, I wouldn't I take don't the think boot I would. because I'd assume there would be scorpions yeah. in it. Or scabies. Or any number. Oh, or or still a, still a foot. <sighs> scabies. <laughs> Maybe scabies. <laughs> Dave's size, like scabies, have been a problem. He's like, ugh. Like, like it's my next door neighbor that I'm having a yeah. feud with. Scabies? Okay. <laughs> that was Logic Puzzle. Wilson! Great job. Great job. Um, next, if, we're going to play. If you had to score the job that we did. Um, I'm going to give you both 10,000 points. Wow. Out of? There's no out of. <laughs> out of infinity points. It could so go anywhere essentially from here. no points. Uh, I don't think any of those had any point values. These, these points are all in. Oh, no. The climber had three points. Oh. And I think that was the only one that had three points. So you earned three points. I take back my 10,000. I just like to think that the points are in Schrodinger's box until we get to the end of the game. And then suddenly. It's like, who's lying? Points don't matter. Can I use my points to get the spider ring? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a, and the temporary tattoos. Roll? Don't forget the temporary tattoos. The Tootsie Roll is 1,200 points, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. That's a big Tootsie Roll. That's <laughs> a big no. Um, okay, our next game for some reason is Upset Line Punch. I thought this was a terrible, terrible. I game. love this game. I mean, the puns are. I mean, the jokes so are awful. I but. tell I so I have this book called The Biggest Riddle Book in the World by Joseph Rosenblum, illustrated by Joyce Bear. Um, in it is this picture of this teen couple um, that I found at a Goodwill. Um, and oh, a list of hold words. on! When you have a new guest, I think or guest, I think your guest needs to try to figure out what that list means. So, there's a list of words that came inside the book. There was this picture of this couple that seems to be on um, Valentine's Day, <clears throat> but there's also a list of words. What do you think the list of words means? So I think that this is uh, sort of in the spirit of LFO's Summer Girls. <laughs> to remind the listeners, what, what is the list of words? So the list, oh, well, I'm going to say it as okay. if I were an LFO. Because, oh, that's Because perfect. in that song, they say a bunch of things that have nothing to do with each other. Uh, so I think that he was trying to write an, an LFO style rap Got for it. this girl. For his girlfriend. Um, Got it. Fireworks, birthday, North Shore, hard. <laughs> That's my favorite answer so far. Uh, that was like white rap rock. I really <laughs> enjoyed it. About girls that watch fireworks on their birthday. Yeah, is it like, um, that? what's that song like, Chinese food and That's girls? That, that is what That's she's singing. That, that yeah. song, okay. It's LFO's Summer Girls. Yeah. Oh man, for the summer... <laughs> For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie, yeah, yeah, yeah. bitch. At one point, I'd take her if I had one, which... I had an MP3 player that was 64 megabytes and only held about 20 songs. <laughs> and, and they were all LFO. <laughs> for a while, for a while, that song was in my top 20. Next to, like, Cat Stevens. <laughs> which, which Cat Stevens? Um, Moonshadow. And that's about all we could sing of that. Yeah, I think all of the songs we've tapped out already. Um, okay. You gotta be careful. Uh, can I just go back to LFO for one yeah, second and highlight the fact that at one point they say, I love Kevin Bacon, but I hated Footloose. 
<laughs> That's a strange they choice. Bring, have you not heard that episode of Punch Up the Jam? Because they did bring it up. Yes. I love bacon, but I hate Kevin Bacon. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. That's all, folks. Um, uh, I think his best movie That's is Tremors. All. I think Tremors I is I agree. His Tremors best movie. is... But only because Tremors is like a unique experience. I love Tremors. There, there's a new Tremors that just came out. It's either five or six. I mean, there's lots of Tremors. There's also a TV show. There's one where they went back in time. Like, they were like prospectors. Anyway. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the punchline. You try to deconstruct the punchline and get to the setup. Reverse engineer. So you're going to tell me exactly. That's it. Reverse engineer. You're going to tell me the, the setup. I'm ready. What? Uh, <clears throat> I almost told you the, the setup. <laughs> <clears throat> because they are so filling. What? Because they I feel are. Like, I feel like what it was at the beginning of that thing you were saying. Because they are so filling. Why do size queens love fire extinguishers? <laughs> What? <laughs> you had that ready to go. I don't even get it. Uh, can, I, can you explain to us? So a size queen is someone who likes a big dick, right? Yes. Love fire extinguishers. Because they're going, yeah. I don't like this joke. And I don't think it should be in a joke book for children. That is so inappropriate. It's like a cartoon elephant on the front. That elephant is a total size. Uh, <laughs> um, why do dentists? Oh, I just uh, told it. Why do dentists like potatoes? I'm oh sorry. God. I gave it away. That's not even a joke. Nope. Most of them aren't. So that's where we are. I mean, but hey like in reality we're realizing that we can write new jokes okay because you just get the puzzle you did it so you did it I'll, I'll let, i i gave it away this time but i'll, I'll give okay. you more time with it now new one a living room <laughs> that's a pretty hard one to work with um a living room what's a corpse's least favorite place room? to sit very close uh what uh what room does the skeleton not go in? Uh, you're both very close. Why can't a ghost haunt you while you're watching TV? A living, in a living room. room. <laughs> not because you're in a living room. What is a, a living room. What is a ghost's least favorite room? You're close, but ghost is zombie. Uh, what is what a is, zombie's least what favorite room? What is the room? one room a zombie's house doesn't need? Okay, a living room. Yeah. yeah. Um... What is the one room a zombie's house doesn't need any of them? All of them, because it's a fucking zombie, and he doesn't give a fuck about rooms no more. He just wants brains. You ready for another one? Absolutely. <clears throat> because they are dead ringers. Oh, it's another one about dead things. Because they are dead ringers. Why are ghosts such good shots? It's not supernatural. Because they are dead... This is a pun... Why did I give my family a bunch of bells? <laughs> you're not. I mean, you're on the right track. Like, not, it's not right, but th oh. the quality of that setup is about what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, because they are dead ringers. Morty liked that one so much he jumped on top. Morty's our cat. Why do the bells look alike? You're very close. Yeah. Um, it's not bells. Why do people confuse all famous white Chrises? <laughs> because they are dead ringers. Uh, any other thoughts? Or do you give up? Give up? Why are identical twins like a broken clock? That should be like, how are identical twins? That makes no sense. Ours were so much better dead than Dead ringers? No. It would be, why... Why were the identical twin corpses? <laughs> like, like what is the dead part? I mean, dead ringer, I get the concept. Oh, I don't like it. Okay. Um, are, like, clocks? That's not even when like are a clocks like clock. dead ringers? I well, that's not like a broken clock. That's, like, when a clock runs out of batteries? I well, guess. a clock still has... How is the, a dead it, it identical has, twin like a clock? It has bells that aren't aren't being used because it's a dead clock, so it's the the ringers in it are dead ringers. And identical twins look exactly the same. Dead ringers. Terrible. I didn't write it, Sam. Are you sure okay. you didn't write it? Look at the author's name. God David Robin. 
my no, that's not my last thing. Um, okay, one more. No, I shouldn't have said names. You gotta bleep that out now. No, it's okay. David bleep. Uh, okay. That's my last name. Take out the tobacco. Uh. Take out. It's another pun. The tobacco. How do you keep a pipe from smoking? How do you stop? How do you prevent cheek cancer? <laughs> Take out the tobacco. It's a pun. What what would be the most beneficial thing that you could remove from society right now? Think of uh, think of an object associated with smoking. It's a pun. A cigarette. It's a pun based on something you need to smoke. A cigar. Take out the tobacco. What do you need? A lighter. You're on the right track. Mm. Take out the tobacco. I'm just gonna keep saying, take out the tobacco. Do you give up? Yes. How do you make a cigarette lighter? Oh, oh quip, 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 quip. that's actually one that of the was, better ones. That that's was, probably the best one. I think I'll that use more that like again someday. I'll more. like I'll talk to people and I'm like, oh, you don't have a lighter? How do you make a cigarette lighter? And they'll be like, what? I don't know, like matches. Or to be a dick, you just say, Propane? hey, they're, they're like, oh, I really want to smoke, but I don't have a cigarette lighter. You take the cigarette out of their mouth, you unroll it, take out all the t- out of everything inside, hand it back to them. Now your cigarette's lighter, bitch. Bitch. And then you slap them in the fucking face. Okay, that was upset line punch. I think that went pretty well. Um, You want to do a fast-paced trivia round? Fast-paced trivia round. How do you do your theme song? Yeah. (laughs) Dave's theme song? Wait, your theme song (laughs) is the whispered... Yeah. Um, Do you have a song, Dave? Yeah, but it's seven minutes long. We don't have time for it. Uh, Elton John style. It's uh, it's like the ballad of me ordering these off eBay and going to uh, going to the mailbox to get them. So I got uh, oh, trivial pursuit cards. I've got one. I th- go for you it. Have, uh, and you can tell everybody <laughs> the answers to trivia. <laughs> I like it. That was good. So I thought this was supposed to be genius, but it's genus. Right? Genus? Yes. Genus 2? Genus 2. Genus 2. So this is exclusively is... about taxonomy. Yeah, most <laughs> trivial, trivial Pursuit does have a genius edition, but apparently you ended up with the genus edition. I also <laughs> have... So these are gold and these are silver. This is uh, is silver... Is this like Pokemon? Spoon. Yes. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Pikachu. What European state, apart from Vatican City, flies a square flag? This would be for George, wouldn't it? Yeah, I wish George was here. I didn't know that Why anyone did that. Square flag. A square flag. It's a European state. Oh, SpongeBob Square Nation. <laughs> that that's right. <laughs> I think that's the best answer. I can't I can't do anymore. It's Switzerland. What? They do not. I've seen their flag, and it is a rectangle. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. What breed of dog got its name from the German for growler? Uh, Rottweiler. No. Doberman. No. When you hear it, it'll sound very German. I mean, both of those sound pretty they German, do. right? They do. You're on the right track in that you're naming breeds Schnauzer. of Schnauzer. It is Schnauzer. Schnauzer! It is very much Schnauzer. Um, okay. How many U.S. states end with the letter H? Uh, two. Name them. Ohio. No. <laughs> None? What's the other one? <laughs> I'm gonna go with none. That was great. There, it's not none. Um. Oh my god. Oh, it's Florida. F L O R I D A H. Can you think of another state that might end in an H? Arizona. A R I Z O N A H. You need to get off the uh sound. <laughs> it's not an uh sound. What do you think? Michigan. Because it's so cold there. Michigan. So it's one, and it's Utah. Utah. Oh, my God. I just lived there for five months. 
Um, really? Yeah. What were you doing in Utah? Working. Oh, cool. You lived there for five months. <laughs> um, what war spawned the phrase all quiet along the Potomac? Uh, civil. Yeah, you're right. Um, what century was Michelangelo born in? 16th. 15. That's close. What precious stone is a deep red variety of Garnet. corundum? Nope. Ruby. Of, of what? It's ruby. Corundum. Corundum. It's quite a corundum. Corundum. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Corundrum would have been that. What does a grateful Swahili mean by saying as- Ashanti? Asanti? What? A-S-A-N-T-I. First of all, thank I thought you? Swahili was just a language. I'm going to go with thank what you. What does a grateful Swahili mean by saying Asanti? It is thank you. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty easy grateful. Yeah. Um, what people was Montezuma the emperor of? Aztecs. Oh, boom. What first lady wrote a red book piece titled Women Must Learn to Play the Game as Men Do? Ooh. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes. I was thinking Eleanor Roosevelt, but I thought it might be too early for red book. I, red book's been around for yeah. a while. What's kerosene distilled from? Gasoline. Nope. Uh, crude oil. You're close. Petroleum. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Natural gas? Coal. Cocaine. Kerosene. <laughs> How would kerosene be distilled from natural I gas? I, guess, I don't know. It, it's coal. Um, what European body of water was Matthew Webb the first to swim in 1875? The English Channel. Yes. How did you know that? Because everybody talks about swimming the English Channel. It's like a big deal. Uh it's because it's a very, very erotic experience. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, that's why they made the channel so that you can experience it without having to swim. Is there a tunnel? A channel. A it's channel. The, it's the condom of the English Channel. It's yeah. the English Channel for that erotic very experience. Very erotic. <laughs> so is it see-through? Can you like look up and see? No, the you f- don't need to. It's the experience, right? Is it like being in a cave? I don't get it. It just makes your genitals tingle. <laughs> That's are why you, it's called are, a channel. You're in the water? <laughs> nope. You're in a train. I don't understand. What in a tunnel. So the vibrations of the train are yeah. making you? Yeah. Okay. But it's similar to when you swim the English Channel. Have you done this? Yes. Both. Okay. I've swum the English Channel and I've got in the channel. Uh-huh. It um, happens. Okay. What arch, sometimes called the Giant Wicket, towers 630 feet? The St. Louis Arch? The Gateway Arch, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, what other arches are there? Uh, Golden Arches? McDonald's Arches? <laughs> There's the ones at the Coliseum. What do some people say a man is made out of in the first line of 16 tons? I don't know what that is. Steel. Nope. Iron. Dicks. Nope. Dicks. <laughs> wow, I cannot believe Trivial Pursuit would print that on a card. It's mud. Uh, what famed air operation took place between June 1948 and October 1949? Dicks. Uh, the Tuskegee. The Berlin Airlift. Oh, you were way off. 1600? What comic Wait, book what? superhero no, boyfriend? Can't. Oh, no. 1948. Oh, I heard 1648. <laughs> what comic book superhero's boyfriend is Steve Trevor? That's Wonder Woman. That's, That's right. Me. Wonder Woman. Steve and Trevor is my boyfriend. What's depicted on the waterworks space on a Monopoly board? A faucet. A tap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except All right. That has been fast paced trivia. Fast paced trivia. Yeah. Put it in your pants. <laughs> there we go. And you can tell everybody you gotta love them right, even though you didn't. Because <laughs> you don't know anything about. World War Two. If if uh, the trivia is about what color Elton John's lover's eyes were, mm. he wouldn't even know the answer. Yeah, that's true. I, I was gonna. Do you, or then again, do no. you have an encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of Elton John's lover's eye color? Well, at one point he says, "See, I can't remember if they're blue or green." Or if he says green. that, or you say that? He says or that. Or they're blue. Anything. Anyway, the but thing anyway, is, what I really mean. They're the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Ooh, my favorite Elton John song is Daniel. Sweetest eyes uh-huh. I've ever seen. And you can tell everything. Okay, we better stop. Daniel, my brother. 
Danielle is the most boring Elton John song, I'm sorry to say. False, you are wrong. I am like, so it literally sorry. sounds like something that's played I'm on one of those. taking your three points away. Okay, it sounds like something that. <laughs> can I have her three points? Yes, you can have her three it's points. It's something that's played on a Casio self playing piano. Like, that is and Daniel. That's bad. How? It is very bad in every way. Hey, there's a reason they program those in. But I love Elton John and I hate Daniel. I love almost everything I've ever heard it's Elton John do. It's a sad song and. It reminds me of my brother. Someone I prefer Sad Songs by Elton John. Thank you. It is a sad song. It's one of the saddest songs. Uh, sad song, though, is a happy song. Uh-huh. What were you going to say? I was going to say that someone listening is named Daniel and just got very offended because you just said that you hate Daniel. So well, someone out there is like, who, me? People don't usually like songs that are named after them. Maybe. I knew a Brandy who is like so sick of hearing that she was a fine girl. And incredibly <laughs> tired of the jokes about her vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready for elevator pitch? <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're going to pretend like you're in an elevator, I'm going to walk into the elevator, and then you're going to pitch me. A movie, so you want to do based on a title. Based so on a title. We pi- you pick a movie, like, let's say Air Bud, but you don't pitch me the plot of Air Bud. You come up with an original it's about, movie It's about an Air airplane service that, that you smoke weed on. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. where I went. Okay. Exactly. So you want to pick a movie title? Dave, do you want to pick a movie title? Um, I don't have one on, on hand. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Movie. The Scarlet Letter. Also a book. Okay. But it was a movie. Okay, I hated reading that. I hate Nathaniel Hawthorne so much. I hated reading that in high school. Yeah. A guy named Nathaniel Hawthorne is so offended right now. <laughs> so. Scarlet Letter. So, so wait, you gotta be on the elevator. Uh, Ding! Two, please. <laughs> Number five, please. <laughs> so you have three floors. Wait, are you getting off at two? <laughs> <laughs> You did a bad I don't, thing. I don't even think I have a good one for this, but uh, okay. Scarlet So, so Mr. Uh, who's a famous producer of things. Lorne Michaels. Mr. Warren? Warren? Lorne Michaels. Lorne Michaels. Like, he did Saturday Night Live. That's what I thought. This is not a Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah. Warwick <laughs> Davis. Mr. Warwick Davis, also known as Willow. Special and... B to Mill. So the Scarlet Letter is about a hardworking, city-living, fast-paced, sexy, independent woman who starts her own stationery company, but she can't <laughs> get it off the ground until she realizes that she needs to make her brand stand out. Um, and she murders someone. <laughs> Red I like blood. It. And uses the blood to dye the paper. Is her name Makes Scarlet? Makes a million dollars. And her name is Scarlet Letter. <laughs> <laughs> my my movie is about the actress Scarlett Johansson, and it's a tell-all documentary about how we'll let her do everything, even though, honestly, we should not. So letter that's is, all. Letter is letter. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Just so we Scarlet. need to... Stop letting her do shit. Right, like be a trans person in a movie. Because to be perfectly honest, at the end of the day, she's not a great actress. So what I'm if, sorry, we're what if you lean into it and it was you you cast Scarlett Johansson, but it's kind of like Please Rewind, where it the movie is lets her like play a black man, lets her play like an Asian woman. Which kind of already she took the place of an Asian woman in. Yeah. Uh, in, but what if like you made it street extremely offensive? I feel like if nothing else, it will end her career and help us all. Well, it, it didn't hurt Robert Downey Jr.'s career when he did blackface. That's true. So you just allow her to play like you do skits where you allow her to play all those roles that she until shouldn't be playing until she's made herself obsolete in Hollywood. Like she remakes The Wiz. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. An all Scarlett Johansson cast. Yeah, like the clumps, but it's all Scarlett Johansson. Oh, God. Oh, God. Puts a bad taste in my mouth. Hercules. Hercules. Right. Do you want to pick another movie? I picked the first one. Do you want to pick another movie? I've never seen a movie. <laughs> we just need a very evocative title. Uh, King Kong, Fast and Furious, uh, uh, The Postman Always Rings Twice. There uh, will be blood. There will be blood. I just like saying blood. <laughs> you, okay, you it's wanna... a coming of age story about periods. 
That's all. I think that's where we all went. There will be blood. Who are you going to, anyone in mind? That you're gonna uh, not Scarlett Johansson. Whatever we do. It feels weird to be like, and here's the child actresses <laughs> I would cast in this movie. I, I will go back in time and cast Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> and What's he doing? He's just the side character. You know, okay. a Macaulay Culkin type. And, yeah. uh... And uh, she didn't cast Mara Macaulay Wilson, Culkin, but she's looking for Macaulay Culkin type. <laughs> Mara Wilson, I can go back in time and cast anyone. I want a Macaulay Culkin type, but you don't want Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Yep, that's it. All right, uh, I nailed it. Nailed it. There will one. be blood. Yeah, or I'd say even better, No Country for Old Men, which is about. <laughs> A uh, group of old men who like to go into a bar and put country music on the jukebox, Ooh. and the bartender fucking hates it. And one day they come in and find that all of the country songs have been removed from the jukebox, and there oh, will be hell no. to pay. It is kind of like that Kevin Bacon, no, Patrick Swayze movie where they outlaw dancing. Yep, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> is that this. Kevin Bacon? Yep, yep, it that is. Patrick, so that's dirty dancing. That's dirty dancing. Uh, who would you cast? Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. Okay. Kevin uh, Klein. You gotta get Kevin Klein. Absolutely. Sure. With his little fedora, his little hat. I think Kevin Klein's and an adorable old man. Michael Douglas. Okay. And against better judgment, Kevin Spacey. No. Just against better judgment, we're just rebelling. And mm, I don't have anyone else in mind. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. And Donald Glover. I was gonna say we got that like it wasn't all light cast uh, for a moment. Do you think Danny Glover likes country music? Yeah. It's his favorite genre. We don't um, need any more Lethal Weapon movies. Okay. Um, do you wanna do you wanna recast an actual movie or do you wanna move on? Let's move on. Okay, yeah. I think we're ready for Train Recommend. Oh, I gotta come up with something to recommend. Go. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. We're not even on the train yet. Why has this happened to me? Where did this dog come from? My leg! <laughs> yes! Okay, so we've all been in a terrible train accident. So now, first you have to describe your accident like your injury and then you recommend something i've been impaled by a dog <laughs> do you want to start you've been impaled by I've a dog i've been impaled by a dog and uh, my recommendation will come soon i always recommend at the end because i realize do you want i us don't have a recommendation you? yet okay um injury so a dining table has uh, crashed, it, it been sort of wedged into my leg, which has bent my leg backward at the knee. Okay. And my foot is entirely in my mouth. <laughs> and I would recommend closing your mouth <laughs> before this thing happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say something mouth, embarrassing right before yes, this injury? Yes. As, as they say, a closed mouth accumulates no feet. If you could, <laughs> if you could talk. Without something in your mouth right now, would you recommend a TV show, an album? That is technically uh, true. Is that what movie? I was supposed to be recommending? Because I <laughs> yeah. thought it had to be like just relative to my injuries. No. <laughs> I would recommend taking another mode of transportation than train. You can recommend uh, anything. It can be an album. It can um, be a movie. Man, the only thing I've been really obsessed with lately is Steven Universe, but I'm really late to that yeah, train. But okay. if you haven't seen it then what are you doing? Taz is obsessed with Steven Universe. It's really good. I sent her a Steven Universe meme where all the characters from Steven Universe had been replaced by characters from King of the Hill. <laughs> like like Hank is like, I forget who's who, but it's horrifying. So Steven is Bobby. I think so. It's pretty great because it's just like super, they put their faces on, it's pretty wow, great. Wow, that's horrifying. Um, in all seriousness, I would recommend sitting in a bubble bath with cucumbers over your eyes. Yeah. I mean, do people actually do that in real life? I, I didn't do cucumbers, but I did a rose petal face mask the other day. I it, did potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that would burn. Uh, rose petal face mask? It was delightful. That would be a good band name. Yeah, rose I like it. Rose petal face mask. Are you ready to recommend? Oh, uh, yeah. 
Go I'll recommend it. it for you. I recommend taking a train ride because train rides are great. Uh, Whenever you get the chance. Okay. Is that it? Yes. I would recommend, I gotta look at the, because I can't think of anything to recommend. It's gonna take me the rest of my life to read this, but it's called The Nixon Defense by John W. Dean. I went to a very private, a very small private school, and we didn't really get a history education that wasn't about King David or Jesus. So in my adult life, I have started reading history books, trying to get a better idea. This is about Watergate. Uh, it's um, like 800 pages long, but it's really good. Um, any last thoughts before we go? No. <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? It was Sam was I've been impaled off a by a dog. Oh, you're still in character. Oh, no. sorry. Okay. So even impaled by a dog, you still recommend taking a train ride? Yeah. I'm gonna pitch a movie where you get impaled by a dog, uh, and they have to. The dog becomes fused into your body into and your it's organs. an unlikely buddies cop drama. I was, I was gonna say that the dogness starts to seep in, like the dog's dead, like it's not just like, like Krang or whatever that, that the brain inside of the, yeah, yeah, but where you just take, it's like kind of like Shaggy DA, where you start to like morph into a dog, like a, my my bulldog Max at a certain time. Yeah. But like kind of like your idea that like, you're a businesswoman with your, your letter station company, but there's <laughs> a bulldog's head. <laughs> all your shirts, all your dresses, all your blouses, you have to cut out a bulldog. They all have an umpire waist where there's a dog displayed under my bust. So, like, you're, 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 there, you're in, there's, like, you um, with, like, a little pointer pointing out, like, a graph to these other people in this dark room of, like, the up and down, like, stock market lines. But then Max's bulldog head is protruding out of you eating uh, out of a food bowl <laughs> on the conference table? <laughs> yes. Yes. We've know. cracked the code. I don't know what that I is. I think we can stop stop this ruse of a podcast. <laughs> We're going to make movies. It's like when Joey goes to Vegas and finds his hand twin on Friends. Like, never, no one? Yeah. Okay. It, it was just like having a dog inside of you. <laughs> I don't know if you want to frame it that way. <laughs> well, thank you, Melissa, for being on the podcast. Thank you thank for you having Sam me. Thank you, Sam, for being on the podcast. And thank you, Max and Morty, for being a quiet support. Uh, we didn't do any John Hurt trivia. What do we got? Uh, do you know who John Hurt is? Uh, it was explained to me in the car ride over. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to offer the John Hurt trivia that John Hurt is indeed a person and not six ferrets in a trench coat. I think that's good. All right. Well, this has been It's All Fun and Games Until Someone... It's getting really lazy. <laughs> this has been It's All Fun and Games Until Someone Gets Hurt. Y'all go get hurt. <laughs>